Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. Shop on eBay this holiday season to get more for your dough on stand mixers mm. or get more for your buck on this season's hottest tech and gaming gear. And on eBay, you can even get more <gasps> bling for less cha-ching on jewelry. You can get more because you save more on premium brands with eBay's exclusive deals. Get more when you get it on eBay. Hey everybody, this is Sam with Pro Wrestling Overtime. I know that it's been a little while since I've talked to you guys. Um, I have been catching up this week on WWE, watching Raw, uh, watching NXT, watching SmackDown. And the thoughts that I have had, I guess I didn't want to express. (laughs) I am excited that Bailey is finally getting back on TV and is going to do a match with Bianca. I'm extremely excited about that. I was excited to see the Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn storyline continue and Daniel Bryan not to have retired right away. Um, but that's not what this episode's about, and I don't know that I'll be making an episode about that. Anyway, let's get to what's happening today. Let's talk about Impact Wrestling's Rebellion, the pay-per-view uh, that you can get on Fight TV. Starts at 8 o'clock tonight. Every championship is up for grabs, and that's one thing I absolutely love, that, yes, they try to get it done in two hours, If they don't, it doesn't matter. They are about telling stories. There's eight matches tonight. Some of them have titles. Some of them are storyline based. And they're storylines that have taken longer than two weeks. You hear me, WWE? Um, It seems like MLW, New Japan Strong, um, AEW are getting the fact that sometimes you need to have some long-term story builds that don't pay off right away. Or that you think are paying off, and then two months later rear their ugly head again and pick back up. So, kind of a little bit about what's going on Tonight, with long-term storylines, can you get any longer than Matt Cardona versus Brian Myers? Or for those of you who cannot remember their names, like one of my friends, he absolutely cannot remember their new names. Every time he talks about them, he calls them Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Okay, whatever. 
You know who I'm talking about. That is a long-term, real-life storyline. They're real-life friends. They have a podcast together. They hang out together. And they brought that into Impact Wrestling. Brian was there first. And he feels like Matt Cardona has came in, stepped on his glory, his toes, um, is vying for things that he wants. And he basically wants him out of Impact Wrestling. That's great. I love that. I've loved this storyline. With Matt Cardona signing a short-term contract with Impact Wrestling, I don't think this is their first match tonight. I think it's going to be a good match. And I can see either one of them winning because I think there's going to be more matches down the line. And it's going to end in the rubber match with loser leaves Impact Wrestling or gets off my TV as uh gets off my show as uh Roman Reigns says. But anyway... I definitely think that this is not their first match. I hope we get to see them again at Slammiversary. However, I think Brian Myers may win this match. As scary as that sounds. What I hope, and I am predicting, however, is that I think he goes to cheat and gets caught. And Matt Cardona wins tonight's first match. Because then I think that blows Brian up even more. The storyline has to continue. Whereas if Brian wins tonight, I think the story may die. Because why would he want to continue? And he's the one pursuing this. So I think in order to continue with this storyline, I think Matt Cardona has to win tonight. And I hope, I think these two old friends put on a very good match. Um, They're having an eight-man tag. If you've listened to episodes in the past, you know I'm not a fan of eight-man tags. Um. They're always almost scheduled short. They're just for guys to be seen or guys to get their moves in and get out. I hate that. Impact Wrestling usually doesn't do that on their TV show. I don't know that they do it tonight on a pay-per-view. Because I don't think Impact Wrestling cares if they go two and a half hours or three hours. So I think this has the makings of being a pretty decent match. It's Chris Saban, Eddie Edwards, Cowboy James Storm, and Willie Mike taking on Violent by Design, which is Eric Young, Rhino, Joe Durring, and Diener. And I can't help it, guys. Um... I seriously think some way, somehow, Violent by Design wins. 
It may be through cheating. It may be through ganging up and hurting one of them, putting them out, giving them time off. I don't know. But I think violent by design gets this done tonight. Making Cowboy James Storm even matter and making Eddie Edwards even matter. Um, cannot believe the talent, though, that we're getting in this. Chris Saban, unreal. Eric Young, unreal. And Diener coming into his own. And you have to mention legends like Rhino, like Cowboy James Storm. You're going to see, I think, even if they do a short match with them just getting their moves in, these guys have really good moves. And I seriously think, though they don't do that, and I think we get a good match, I believe... You guys can tell me how wrong I am if you want to. It won't bother me a bit. Feel free. I'll give you where you can reach me at the end. But um, I think this is going to be the match of the night. Yes, I think it's going to be better than Kenny Omega, Rich Swan. I really do. Both of these guys are unbelievable wrestlers. And when it comes to big matches on pay-per-views, or just plain out big matches, even on the indie circuit, these guys deliver. In average matches, these guys deliver. I have been waiting so patiently for this match. And I can't wait. Last man standing match. Sammy Callahan versus Trey Miguel. I love both these guys. I think they're unreal talents. I think they're extremely creative. I think the way they've told the story has been almost perfect. And if Trey Miguel wins... I think Sammy Callahan will be happy and will take credit for it and believe that he instilled passion in Trey Miguel and that he has turned him around. However, I don't think Trey Miguel wins tonight. Now, whether that is by hook or crook, or even the lights going out. I don't know. I think Sammy Callahan takes it to Trey Miguel to teach him his next lesson. Because I think the story that they're telling is teaching Trey Miguel lessons as they go step by step by step. Until he learns what he's supposed to learn. And he tries to join Sammy Callahan. And I think that may happen at Slammiversary. So I look for Sammy Callahan to pull off the win tonight. He has more experience in last man standing matches. And I think they go all over the building. And I think this may be the match of the night. Knockout tag team titles. 
I am so excited that Rachel Ellering is with Jordan Grace in Impact Wrestling now that I can't see straight. I had no clue who Jazz was going to pick for her, but I am glad to see that it's Rachel Ellering. She is a good person. She works hard. Um, I'm glad that she has decided she wants another chance. I don't think that she got a true chance the last place she was at. With her working with Jordan Grace, who is young, hungry, and very talented, I think we see Rachel Ellering grow in leaps and bounds. I think they put a hurting on Kara Hogan and Tasha Steele tonight. But I think Kira Hogan and Tasha Steele, Fire and Flava, they keep the belts. I think their confidence, their cockiness, their dancing, their trash talking is needed in Impact Wrestling. And I think in order for them to do it right, and in order for them to do it at the level that they are trying to get to, I think right now they have to have the championships. So I look for them to keep the belts tonight. If Sammy Callahan and Trey Miguel is not the match of the night, then the X Division Championship match is. Um, I'm going to be very honest with you. Every time I sit down and think about this, I come up with a new prediction. Um, those of you who have been listening to this podcast and listened to the 300 episodes of Wrestling Overtime before this, you guys know I am one of the biggest TJP fans around. I absolutely love him. I truly believe he can do any style at any time with any counter move, submission, finisher that you want him to do. But what makes him so good in my eyes is his selling and his willingness to lose as long as it progresses the storyline, continues the storyline, or gets him into a new storyline. And I think that is what makes him so much better than a lot of wrestlers. He plays three different characters in Impact, in MLW, and in New Japan's Throne. And does all of them very well. Josh Alexander is a major, major talent. He is just waiting for someone to let him explode. He, like TJB, can do a lot of different things. And he definitely sells well. The kicker that makes me not want to pick Josh Alexander, though, is his contract is running out soon. This year. Impact Wrestling may give him the championship to try to get him to stay. 
I don't want to pretend that I know Josh Alexander, his thoughts, or his feelings. But I can't help but think he's going to AEW to join All Ego, Ethan Page. And whether they both become singles wrestlers or they get the North back together called something else, that's fine. Um, however, I have basically also stuck it in my mind that if Josh Alexander stays in Impact Wrestling, that'll be perfectly fine with me, too. For those of you who didn't get a chance to read my article in OneStopWrestling.com, I recently wrote an article on Ace Austin. I think he's an unbelievable talent. He has risen up the ranks of Impact Wrestling and handled the pressure and the quietness of the pandemic extremely well. Before that, he handled being put in the spotlight by taking on Tessa Blanchard. So, I feel like he is ready. I think Madman Fulton probably does get involved. I hope that all of them are banned from ringside. All of them do not play a part. And I hope Ace Austin gets the win. I think they need a long-term champion in the X Division, and I think that's exactly what we see happen tonight. This way, Ace Austin can have a run and be as cocky as his character needs to be by saying he beat them both on the big stage of a pay-per-view at Rebellion. Then we have the Impact Tag Team Championships. Guys, um, I'm going to be real honest with you. The Good Brothers, while I loved them in New Japan as part of the Bullet Club, I loved them probably the first six months that they were in WWE. To me, they're getting old real fast in Impact Wrestling. I think it's because of Doc Gallows. I don't really like Luke Gallows. I don't like how he wrestles. I don't like his attitude. I don't like what he says, how he says it. I think he's rude and crude, and I know that's part of his character. But I also think that that's part of his personality, his real personality. I really enjoy Carl Anderson. Um, I enjoy parts of their podcast. I am intrigued, though, by Finjuice. I think... I, I watched David Finley in New Japan. He exploded over there this past segment that he was there. Uh, Juice Robinson has been big over there for a while. Um, his match against John Moxley, if you have the time, you definitely want to pull that up and watch John Moxley versus Juice Robinson. It was John Moxley's first match after getting out of WWE. He took him on and it was a great match. I think Finn Juice keeps the titles tonight and I think all it does is piss the good brothers off. Um 
I think that leads to them not only getting teased in Impact Wrestling, I think it leads to them getting teased in AEW. I think that they get embarrassed and upset that they are a part of the elite that does not have the belts. And I kind of wish that someone from Impact Wrestling would come over and get involved tonight in this match. Even getting them disqualified, allowing Finjuice to keep the belts. I'll take that. But I think Finjuice actually wins going away. But um, I think this starts causing problems in the elite with them not having belts and everyone else having belts. Well, except for Brandon Cutler. Um, The Knockouts Championship. I have been giving Tanel Dashwood garbage for a while now. I really have. I felt like she wasn't giving it her all. I didn't see any passion. I didn't see any desire. I felt like she wasn't getting time in. She was part of a lot of tag matches. She let a lot of her tag team partners, including Caleb with a K, do most of the work. I understand that was supposed to be part of her character, but I have enjoyed her probably the last three weeks to a month. She is working. And she's working how she used to, what I saw on the independence. And I enjoy that side of her. I really do. Um, Deanna Perrazzo, I've been so impressed with since she got to Impact Wrestling. I have sang her praises. I love her being the two-time champ within a year. Um, part of me wants to kneel to beat her tonight. But the other part of me definitely doesn't. I want Deanna to establish herself, establish her reign. And I think tonight Dashwood holds her own against Deanna. And I think she's one of the few. Deanna has had a lot of matches in Impact Wrestling, but most of them I have thought she has not had good chemistry with whoever she's been wrestling. You guys probably heard and remember me griping and complaining and venting about Deanna Perrazzo's match with Young. I thought it was an awful match. Not because either one of them weren't trying, not because either one of them are bad wrestlers, but simply because they did not have chemistry. I think tonight we see Deanna Perrazzo's probably best match with Dashwood because I think they do have chemistry. I think this becomes a crazy affair with Caleb with a K and Susan going wild. I, with this being a pay-per-view, can definitely see the button being pushed tonight where Susan turns to Sue Young. Because we all know it's not going to happen. And if it doesn't happen here, they have to wait to slam a bursary. And they may very well. Because slam a bursary, we know, is where they pull out all stops. 
But I see somehow, some way, again, either because Susan interferes, Sue Young interferes, or Deanna Perazzo just cheats, um, I think she retains tonight. Guys, uh, is there any other pick in the main event? It is the AEW World Championship and Impact Wrestling World Championship title match. Um, no. Somebody wrote this the other day and I thought, what? Um, no, they are not unifying these two belts. They will be completely different belts. They will defend them as completely different belts. Um, I have to start this off. I cannot stand Rich, excuse me, Rich Swan. Those of you who've listened to this podcast for any length of time know that. I can't stand him. I've never been able to stand him. Any character he has had anywhere. I don't like him on the indies. I didn't like him in WWE. I don't like him here. I just, I don't know what it is. Yes, he he has athletic talent. I don't usually believe his selling. I usually don't believe his storylines. Um, I can't believe, I can't believe that they allowed Eric Young to be defeated by him. But I'm shocked that Eric Young didn't come back and beat him right after. I'm shocked that they have allowed him to hold this championship for this long. I'm shocked Moose did not take it away from him. I will be shocked tonight if Tony Khan, Scott Demore, Don Callis, all of them decide that Rich Swan should upset Kenny Omega. I don't see it happening. Do I think Kenny Omega is the world's best wrestler? No. I'm not on that bandwagon. I've never been on that bandwagon. Does he put on some great matches? Yes. Were almost all of them in New Japan? Yes. Tonight, he needs to prove that he can carry a match and that he is the world's greatest wrestler like a lot of his fans believe and like he portrays himself. This is the start of the belt collector, and he's got the AAA, he's got AEW, This is when he picks up impact, and he has to have a great match. Do I think he does it? No. I don't think that Rich Swan can keep up with him and do the things that he needs to do to make this a great match. And I don't think Kenny Omega can carry it and make it a great match all by himself. That's the reason why... I haven't picked this as the match of the night. I don't think this is the match of the night. I think some of you are going to be let down by it because your expectations are too high. I am interested, though, in what Kenny Omega does when he gets that belt. How often does he defend AEW's belt and how often does he defend Impact's belt? 
I think Moose is coming back, and I think that will be who eventually takes the belt from Kenny Omega. But tonight, it's Kenny Omega's night, and I'm sure Don Callis will make sure all of us know about it. Well, that's my thoughts and predictions on Impact Wrestling's Rebellion. Again, it's 8 o'clock tonight. I hope all of you guys watch it. I'll try to get you guys a thoughts, what I think about it. Episode out, if not tonight, then tomorrow sometime. You guys can always reach me. Those of you who don't want to buy the pay-per-view, you guys, I will try to be on Twitter. If not, I will try to put out Racket.com updates. They will go out on Twitter probably first. They're up to nine-minute quick burst live of what I think of the match. Um, you guys can always write me and ask me who won. But like I said, I'll probably be on Twitter tonight. Um, on Twitter, I am pro overtime. It's two O's, pro overtime. Yes, my DMs are open there. Instagram, uh, pro wrestling overtime. Again, DMs are open. Not sure that I'll post a lot on Instagram until after the pay-per-view, though. Um, as always on Facebook, it's wrestling overtime is the page. The Facebook group is all pro wrestling all the time. And you can email me at pro wrestling ot at gmail.com. I'll give you any updates that I have and let you know what's going on. So I look forward to talking to you guys and I will see you down the road. Shop on eBay this holiday season to get more. For your dough on stand mixers. Mm. Or get more. For your buck on this season's hottest tech and gaming gear. And on eBay, you can even get more. (gasps) Bling for less cha-ching on jewelry. You can get more because you save more on premium brands with eBay's exclusive deals. Get more when you get it on eBay. For the one standing guard. For the eagle-eyed, for the knights in shining armor, and for all those who support them, we are Granger, your experienced safety partner, offering supplies and solutions for every industry, committed to helping keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com safety, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.